Hey, welcome everyone to Sunday Night Live. Today is May 2nd, and I have an exciting program for you tonight. Listen, we were going to finish the book of Daniel tonight, uh, but we have a detour. Oh, we'll finish it next Sunday. I promise, Lord willing, we'll get the book of Daniel done next week. But I have a special guest tonight. I know you're about ready to be blessed because uh, we're gonna, I'm going to ask him some questions. I'm going to ask him how much longer he thinks this whole mess is going to go on. <laughs> uh, whether or not he thought he was going to live to see the day that we are watching some of these things develop in. We're going to get into the return of Jesus Christ and we're going to get into the millennial kingdom. And why is there a temple in Jerusalem during the millennial kingdom? Because the Bible certainly seems to teach that there is. What's the point of that? Isn't Jesus here? I'm going to ask him this. If we're supposed to go during the millennial kingdom to Jerusalem to see the Lord, how are we going to get there if we're living in other parts of the world? And, and am I going to be allowed to live in Jerusalem? I want to know. But anyways, I have a lot of questions to ask him. <laughs> so we're going to get started in just a minute. And so please welcome my guest this evening, Don Perkins. Don, thank you so much for joining us from well, San Diego. Tom. Tom, it's great to be with you. I, I always look forward to uh, sh uh, spending time with you, my friend. And I think we're going to have a wonderful time of study this evening. This is going to be great. This is the first time we're doing Zoom. We, uh, um, we usually just do it in studio. Yes. And, uh, but this time it's Zoom. And Zoom is actually one of the benefits of coronavirus is I'm able to have on different guests from wherever they are in the world. And uh, so this is great. And of course, yes. um, uh, Don, we're going to have a great program tonight. But you are one of the speakers at our conference that's coming up in Huntington Beach. Yes. And I'm excited about that. It's going to be a wonderful time, John, uh, uh, Tom, and I, I look forward to uh, the conference as well. Uh, with all the speakers that you're going to have, there, it should be a, an exciting time. Yeah, we have a lot. And Don also added a couple of your friends that have never been at one of my conferences before. Uh, Todd Hampson's going to be there. Yes. Jeff Kinley. Uh, they're, and I know you speak with both of them various places. Yes, yes so. very good guys. Very capable. You will love them. Uh, the, the audience will love them as well. Uh, men of God, men of the word as well. And uh, it's going to be a great conference, Tom. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be terrific. I can't wait for it. Listen, if you haven't signed up yet, I encourage you to go to HopeForOurTimes.com and it's on events and the sign up is pretty simple to do. I hope uh, we hope to see you there in Huntington Beach in California at the end of June. A beautiful place, beautiful location. But most of all, man, we're going to be with the Lord and, and learning. And uh, we live in exciting times. Uh, Don, Amen. Are you ready to go? I'm ready, Tom. I'm okay. ready. So I'm going to, we're just going to start right out of the gate. I'm All looking right. at everything that's going on and things are just unbelievable. They're taking place. Uh, and I know you can't give me the day or the hour, but I taught on the rapture not too long ago, which I want to get into later on in the, in the, towards the end of our uh, program tonight. Um, yes. Regarding the rapture, I, I made this statement last week or a couple weeks back and it bothered some people online. And I said, look, we may be here. What if we're here for 10 more years? And people didn't, my audience didn't want to hear that. And then I said, <laughs> I, I still buy green bananas. I, you know, I, I projected, I might be here for longer. So I plan, I hope tonight. Yes. But I mean, am I wrong to say, you know, hey, we could be here for a while. How much, I mean, how do you, how do you address that? Well, you're not wrong, Tom, and I really believe that. As a matter of fact, the Apostle Paul believed that the rapture was going to take place in his time. 
So he was ready for the rapture because it's an imminent event, meaning there are no signs, no indicators for it. Uh, I think it's smart to say that it could be that time. But we do know based on things that we're seeing right now uh, that things are lining up and preparation uh, is setting up now for the time of great tribulation. You know, And with all that we are witnessing today in the world in regards to the current events that point to the second coming, I believe that is even closer. Okay, now, uh, if we're here 10 years, then it's God's will, but it, it could very well be, be sooner, Tom. And uh, with everything that's happening, uh, especially with what we are witnessing now, uh, witnessing now with the world right now, uh, I'm, I'm looking up every day, man. I'm looking up, Lord, this could be the day of your return. Yeah, and, and I hope it is the day of his return. Yeah, I'm ready. I hope, I hope by the time we're done with this program, we're, we're home with the Lord. That would be great. You know, there's so many different signs that are taking place. I did a program on his channel recently with Dennis Swick. In fact, yes. it's filled in. You know, you're, you're with me coming up this coming next Thursday. Um, yes. So Dennis filled in a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about technology. You know, Dennis, he's like a tech genius, literally yes, tech he is. genius. Yes, he is. And by the time we are at the end of the program, I couldn't help but think to myself, based on <clears throat> the, the things that are developing in technology alone, mm -hmm. the rapture has to happen soon because we're going to be beyond the mark of the beast technology in 10 more years. I mean, I'm looking well, at artificial intelligence and where this is going as he's yes. describing it. And I'm thinking, man, the way the Bible describes it in the last days, it's going to pass that up if Jesus doesn't take us home soon. Well, I mean... That could be the case, Tom. But, you know, the technology in itself is not even. And I, I want to say that maybe that'll help help kind of explain a little bit what you just said, because, you know, even though the technology may surpass as far as what we think uh, that technology can do, um, uh, uh, when the Antichrist implements the market to be system, the technology will already be. here. So in other words, it'll be like a turnkey situation for him. So it doesn't really matter how far the technology go. Whenever the Antichrist needs it to use it, it will be available. You, you follow me? Mm -hmm. So uh, with us as the church, you know, being ready for this event to take place, I mean, you know, things things could happen, you know, well, let me say it this way. There are no signs for the rapture. OK, so as we are witnessing events that are that are transpiring, that are pointing to the second coming, uh, Jesus said, as you see these things begin to take place, look up because your redemption is drawing nigh." So what that's telling me is this time we're going to see events and things that will be uh, fulfilled during the time of tribulation. We'll see the, we'll see the beginnings of these indicators. You, you follow me? Um, and, and these signs that are pointing to the, uh, uh, the time of antichrist are, are ever before us because we know that these events must happen because these are signs that point to Jesus soon return. I hope I'm making myself clear yeah. there. You know, um, the technology can go, it can go far past, uh, what we think it should be in regards to the baby, the, the ability to track mankind. But whenever the technology on slow down, whenever the antichrist uses the technology, it would be available for him. Let me say it that way. It, it, I would, <clears throat> I'm thinking right now we're watching, you know, you said, watch the, when we see these things begin to take place, obviously you quoted the words of Jesus there. It looks like we are seeing these things begin to take place. If some yes. of these events can be, disturbing and alarming but at the same time we're still supposed to press forward with the gospel uh, Amen. give an instruction be about our father's business yes and even the the uh, believers in thessalonica 
they thought they had missed the blessed hope. And yes. Paul had to reassure them, no, because they were going through great persecution. And I, I think right. we forget how much persecution there's been throughout the history of the church, but they were yes. going through way worse persecution than America is right now or Europe yes. for that matter. Yes. But he said, look, you haven't missed it. Comfort one another with these words. This That's right. Arpazo is going to take place. Yes. Um, let me let me add one yeah. thing, Tom. Maybe uh, Jesus made a statement. I think that we forget about. He said, "He said, occupy till I come." That term "occupy" means to do business. It means to plan. It means to live. You know, it means to to carry on with your life. But he said, "Occupy till I come." You know, we are to plan and and do and live, but we do all those things in light of His return. You follow me? So. Uh, Whenever this event takes place, you know, we, the church, will be ready for the rapture uh, whenever that event happens. Now, based on the signs that we're seeing, I mean, again, too much is happening now to not think that we're not in the last of the last days. I mean, we have the nation of Israel here. We have the plans for the uh, for the temple. Uh, we have the uh, the the, the re reordination of the uh, Sanhedrin. Uh, you got so many things that the training Jewish boys in the animal sacrifice. I mean, so many things are, are in preparation for the time of, of temple worship during the time of tribulation. Uh, we know that it must be closer than we think. You follow me? Oh, yeah. I, I, in fact, you just opened up my mind to a whole bunch of more questions for you. So <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to do that, but nevertheless, you yeah. did. But I yeah. look, did you think, and, and I'm going to get to all those, since you brought them up, I'm going to get to them. But did you think that if you were to go back 10 or 20 years mm -hmm. in teaching Bible prophecy, did you think you would live to see some of these things develop regarding globalism, the the Obviously, we're going towards a new world order. We hear about it all the time. The Great right. Reset. Right. Uh, we know we we've known from Bible prophecy there's going to be this economic system mm -hmm. that's going to be uh, some type of a, uh, a database controlling all buying and selling. It would be cashless. But did you think we would actually be living in this time where we're seeing it develop before the tribulation begins? To be honest with you, Tom, no, I didn't. I'll be honest with you, and. It looks to me as if things are moving even faster. You follow me? Yeah. You know, we know all the signs of the times are converging. And again, we are seeing things now that I never would imagine that we would see right now. You know, one of our colleagues made the term, um, made the statement that we, we are the terminal generation. And what he meant by that was that we are that last day generation that's seeing these events that are merging, that are con uh, converging together so fast that, you know, it's almost hard to keep up with all the signs and the indicators. You, you follow me? Oh yeah. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm just amazed at what we're seeing. Uh, and I've even said this of late that looking at everything around me and all these events and things that are happening in the world, uh, uh, new world order and, and globalism and, and all this stuff. I now have a fresh passion to reach the loss because I believe it is that close Tom. Yeah. And that really is what we need to be about doing. Also, I, I look at it now in my, my conversations have changed mm -hmm. uh, to just realize, look, people that show up at church or wherever it is that we have the opportunity to preach, we need to present the gospel. And I yes. can't be worried about the numbers of people. I can't be worried right. about um, if this person is offended anymore. Or, or, right. it's, look, this is what it's about. There's very limited time and we need to rescue as many, be used in the rescue process by Jesus as much as we possible possibly can.
Amen, brother. I agree with that 100%. I mean, I know for me, I have a fresh passion to try to reach as many. I mean, Jesus said that the harvest fields are white. They are, they are ready. He said, pray to the Lord uh, for laborers. And because we are seeing the times and seeing all these events converging, man, I mean, we need to give the church a fresh charge to go outside the, the walls of the church and reach a lost world. Amen. It's just, it's going through the highways and byways and reaching yes. whoever. Amen. And, uh, okay. So I have, I'm going to throw this one out there. Right. I get hit up on this a lot. And there are so many people that believe that America is the Babylon that you find towards the end of the book of Revelation that gets destroyed. And they base yes. it on different passages. But I think what it's really based on is this feeling that America has become this rich, most uh, wealthy nation in the history of the world and so many other things. And we're watching the collapse of America. Um, is America the Babylon of the book of Revelation? I don't believe that uh, America is the Babylon of, of, uh, of Revelation uh, for a number of reasons. I mean, one reason for sure, uh, particular in, in, is the scripture that, that says in Jeremiah talks about uh, that, that when God judged his city, that the Arab would no longer pitch their tents there. Uh, the Arabs don't pitch their tents here in America. You know what I mean? And now I know a lot of people have actually used the text because of the wealth of that future Babylon. And they, and they, and they tied that wealth to the wealth of America. I do understand that, but, but I believe it's talking about a different Babylon, which is the Babylon of old. Uh, geographically, it's going to go back to the Babylon of old. Uh, in one of my presentations uh, I did on our program, I talked about uh, Saddam Hussein's contribution to the Babylon of the future. And I talked about how, how Saddam Hussein, <clears throat> he, he literally believed that he was Nebuchadnezzar incarnate. And what he did, he actually tried to rebuild Babylon. Uh, this man spent $5 billion of that Iraqi oil money uh, trying to reestablish uh, the glory of the Chaldees. And what happened, we know he died. He couldn't do it. But the, the passion this man had, I believe, would be the same passion and desired at the Antichrist. Well, I believe that that it would be the headquarters of the Antichrist uh, during the time of, of, of the tribulation. And then we know he will move toward Jerusalem because you know he wants to go in, inside the temple and desecrate the Jewish altars. But but <clears throat> I, I cannot see it being America, you know, and a lot of some guys have actually uh, said that I, I just can't see it. Uh, yeah. Scripture says, too, when God destroyed that city, he's going to destroy it in one hour. Uh, it would become a habitation of, uh, of foul spirits and unclean birds. And uh, I, I personally believe that it won't be America at all geographically. Yeah. Did you find it interesting? I think it was about a month or so ago when the Pope visited Babylon. and That to, was amazing. To, to attempt to start his uh, unification of, I think it was Muslims, Jews and Christians or something like yes. that, wasn't it? That, that was amazing, Tom. I mean, uh, and then to, for him to go to the actual site yeah. of the old Babylon really says a lot, you know. And uh, but again, uh, I don't believe America fits the bill on that. Yeah. Uh, now, I do believe that America is not in prophecy like we see uh, Israel and Egypt and different states, uh, nations like that. I believe we are there uh, in the group of Gentile nations, meaning that, you know, uh, we are we are Gentile nation. But uh, I do believe that America in the future will not be the superpower that we are today. Uh, it doesn't mean America won't be around, but I think that she may lose her, not, not should, I mean, not that she she will. I mean, let me re rephrase that. I believe America will lose her few, a superpower status. Let me say it that way. Uh, because of the events that are happening. And I believe that what we are witnessing, Tom, and it's just hard to say about our lovely country, 
Uh, we're literally looking at uh, the demise of America with all of the laws and things that are coming into uh, our nation, the things that we are condoning as a, as a, as a nation and a people. Uh, it really puts the fear of God in my heart in regards to where we are. Uh, it's, it's, it's terrible to see what's happening. But uh, Don, along America and Babylon, uh, in fact, I want to ask you a couple more questions about this. I look at it like this also, that when, you know, because people want to argue with you online, you know, send you emails sure. and things sure. like that. Some of them are well-meaning and some of them just have, just don't like you. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But in that regards, I believe America will be collapsed in the sense that you're speaking of. It's not going to be the superpower going into the tribulation period. And yes. I don't think we're that far off. And I think that's why we see things happening the way we are, because it appears that we're on a very fast collapse, like slippery it, slope. It's like slippery uh, slope. I, I remember um, I was at pre, uh, uh, the pre-trib conference yes. several years ago. You've been at all of them um, mm-hmm. for the last several years. So you would have been at this one. I can't remember. It was uh, um, Jeffries. Uh, uh, I can't remember his first name. Was it Grant, Grant Jeffrey? Not Grant, Grant Jeffries. Another one of the speakers that was there at the conference. Okay. And he talked about a collapse of a building. They put the, the, the dynamite and the explosives in it, and it just imploded. And he goes, that's yes. what's happening to America. This was probably seven or eight years ago at that conference. And he said, that's yes. what's happening to America. But it looks like now this building, as America's just picking up some incredible speed. So when I look yes. at the, when Babylon is destroyed in the in prophetic timeline, it's at the end of the tribulation. America Correct. is going to be finished before we even get there. So I agree with that. And, and I agree 100% with that. Yeah, yes. And, and so I look at it, no, there's there's a different Babylon, but I do believe America is in a lot of trouble. And, and so I look at the perverted things, you know, we can't call a man a man, a woman a woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. These, these bizarre things. Anything that God said is good, the devil is twisted into the age of confusion in America yes. and said, yes. no, that's bad. To call a man a man is a bad thing. No, God said yes. it was good. Male and female, on down the list. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there to you because I think this is part of the implosion of America. Yes. And when I look at racism, um, mm-hmm. I look at it and it looks to me like it is intended to destroy, to divide and destroy I yes. don't think it's going to go well for anybody. I don't care what color of skin they are, except for the people that are going to be at the top of this, this Marxist society that they are attempting to develop or whatever it is. But I yes. look at racism and I, I, I grew up in a, a high school that was very integrated. I mm-hmm. went to high school. It was approximately it was uh, uh, like thirty percent white, thirty percent black, thirty percent Hispanic, and then you had Asian mixed in there. Mm-hmm. And um, but I'm looking at what's going on now, and I'm thinking this is just off. This is just crazy. It is crazy, Tom. And again, uh, it's a new type of uh, uh, racial hatred within the nation. And I believe it just it just a further. Uh, dividing of the nation. You, you follow me? And I really believe that this is strategic, what's going on. Uh, you know, all the different terminologies they're using now, systemic racism, I mean, everything. And then they're lumping everybody into these different minorities. And and as a result of that, it's further bringing a divide in the nation, which I believe, again, Tom, is a sign at the time. Nations against nations, 
uh, ethnos against ethnos. I mean, even even division within within the nation itself. I mean, you have you have a racial divide. I mean, all of that, I believe, is playing right into the signs of the times. And again, for America, I believe is further dividing and uh, is bringing America down. I really believe that, you know, a lot of the kids today that I watch on TV, that's part of the race riots. uh, They don't really know what racism really is. I mean, they, they have never really experienced it. You know what I mean? Uh, And a lot of them today, you know, they just bought into the, uh, uh, the argument that's out there today. And as a result of that, this is a, a learned racism, a learned hatred. You follow me? And it's further dividing the country versus versus bringing the country together. So I think it's a very dangerous place that we're in. But again, I believe it's a sign of the time. Yeah, I do too. And uh, I look at it and where Jesus said, you quoted nation versus nation, uh, people, uh, ethnic, uh, people Ethnos. group against people group. And it's yes. crossing every boundary. Yes, We have yes. people group. It's not just color of skin. It's yes. not just politics. It's even within mm-hmm. Christianity itself. It's, That's right. it's people group against people group. And, yes. and uh, watching this happen is just, uh, um, it's disturbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are living it, and still we're told occupy until, until I, until he comes, and that's what we're supposed to do. That, that that's why I said, Tom. I really believe that you know what we are witnessing. I mean, so many things are happening at once, and again, we are seeing uh, 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 the complexion of America is changing. But I believe it's changing for the end times. You know what I mean? Uh, we've talked, I've been teaching prophecy going on 40 years, July be 40 years. And, and I've been talking for years about what's going to happen to America. And what's amazing and alarming to me is how fast this thing is really unraveling. You know, and, uh, you know, I know that's not a happy message for those that hear it. But listen, we're in the last days. God has set us uh, all as watchmen on the wall. We are to proclaim truth to a world uh, that don't understand where we are. You know, uh, I've said many times, it's like God is moving major chess pieces on his prophetic chessboard as he's bringing and aligning uh, people, the, the world, the nation. Uh, he's lining things up for the conclusion of the matter. And again, it puts that urgency in my heart to to do what I got to do to reach yeah. the harvest. Mm-hmm. It's happened so fast. Uh, Don Stewart uh, is texting back and forth with him. And even he said this morning, Yes. Uh, this is like warp speed now. Oh, my and, God. And I was going to call my dad. My dad's 90. I think mm-hmm. you've met my dad before. Yes, and, I have. I and, have. Uh, and he used to say up until recently, he would say, it's Jesus. It just seems to be going so slow. You just seems mm. to be going so slow. <laughs> I, I need to call him and say, remember how you say it's going so slow? What do you, <laughs> what do you think now as you're watching everything? Yeah. Well, see, a lot of times, Tom, I think, too, we... You know, we look at the events around us and uh, we look at them through the through the eyes of of America. You, you follow me? Yeah. You know, I, I get people tell me all the time, well, you know, Jesus can't come back now because the church is not, uh, you know, that that glorious church that Jesus talked about. And I say, well, if you're looking at it through the eyes of America, yes. But if you're looking at it through the corporate body of Christ worldwide, Listen, Jesus can come back at any time. I mean, there are no signs, no indicators uh, that's going to hold him back to come, you know, during the time of the rapture. So uh, the body of Christ is ready for the Lord's return. Now, the church in America may not be. You, you follow me? Yeah. Uh, because of what we are witnessing, what we're seeing in the demise of this of this great nation. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it's, it's alarming, Tom. I, I never thought I would see what we see. I mean, I have other colleagues, you as well. You know, Dave Reagan, uh, he made a statement that was so profound. He said he believed that America has gone past the point of no return. And yeah. boy, that's a that's a heavy statement. It's a very heavy statement. But yeah. what we are witnessing with the demise and the things that are happening so fast right now, you know, it's alarming. Yeah. It's alarming. It looks uh, it looks to me, I, I would liken it to in Romans chapter one, where God says three different times, I, I, I've, I will give them over. I will give them over. I will give them yes. over. It yes. appears to me that's where we've landed. We've been given over. And yes. um, uh, John MacArthur said recently, even even John MacArthur, of all people, yes. said recently mm-hmm. that he believes America has been judged and mm-hmm. um, uh, there's no hope for America, but there is hope for the individual. And yes. I think yes. that's what we really need to remember is there is hope for the individual. Well, I also believe this. And I think I mentioned one time on one of your programs, uh, one of our colleagues, uh, the late Dr. Grant Jeffrey made the statement and I like to say that since we're talking about that, uh, we mentioned before that that he don't believe that America would totally uh, implode as long as the church is here. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I agree with that statement. I really do. I, I really believe it's because of the mercy of God and the church is here that America hasn't totally fallen. But, you know, I'll be honest with you, Tom. I mean, the church has really lost a lot of influence in America. Uh, we don't have the influence that we used to have uh, in this great nation. And as a result of that, you know, God is allowing the nation to have the leaders uh, and the kind of people that the nation want or, or, or the nation. I mean, the uh, the leaders that the people want. And uh, as a result of that, you know, we are seeing these things yeah. happen. Well, we well, I mean, if you listen to what's going on, listen, I have a lot of other questions I want to get to the temple in the millennial kingdom. What's the geography going to be like? How are we going to get to Jerusalem? Do I get to live in Jerusalem? I have a lot more questions. But when when I think of um, what you just said and, and looking at the church in America, the church it, primarily, I'm not saying you or me or some of our colleagues, but yes. the church primarily, primarily in America is not doesn't seem to be looking for Jesus Christ, certainly not looking for him to return. And they seem to be more interested. Let's just get along. Let's just elect our politician. And the hope is in the politics. The hope is now it's follow the science. Listen, yes. the hope is in all these things except Jesus. I just don't yes. hear the message of Jesus and you better get ready coming yes. out of many messages at all anymore. I mean, the and, circle we run in, yes. But outside of that, you don't. I don't see it much. Yeah, Tom. And, and I really believe because of that, God uh, is allowing a shaking in the American church. Uh, and also a shaking in America. See, God will get your attention one way or the other. You know, 9-11, it, it shook America, it shook the world, but it also shook the church. I mean, because I remember on that very day when that happened, Tom, you know, the churches across America were open up and people left it. They walked off the job, man, because they thought it was the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And many churches opened up. People went into church. They were praying. I even remember watching the, the Congress and the Senate. They came together on the on the steps of the Capitol and they out there praying, you know, they, they were praying to God, you know, for God's mercy. And then right after that, they went back to business as usual. Yeah. They made laws that were even worse than the laws that were already on the books that was contrary to God. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know so, you know, when when you do those kind of things like that, you know, you 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 bring you bring the judgment of God on you. And, uh, you know, what's sad is what we're witnessing again in, in a lot of a lot of churches. Like I said, they're not preaching that straight forward 
uh, hard message that you need to repent. You need to come out of sin. You need to, you know, you need to turn away from evil. Uh, you need to forsake uh living ungodly lives, you know, uh, a lot of the church, sad to say, Tom, they preach a lot of self gospel, you know, uh, the best you, the better you, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, we yeah. of ourselves are no good outside of Jesus. You know, the Bible says our good deeds are as filthy rags. Isaiah said that, you know, uh, the only good that's in me is the good of Christ uh, that I have, have accepted him in my life. You know, the only righteousness I have is the righteousness that was given to me of my savior. But of myself, you know, the scripture says, put no confidence in your flesh. And a lot of people, you know, they have more of a self gospel today. And I think it's very dangerous. Uh, it's very uh, distracting and deceiving. Uh, and, and people are living some really loose lives in the church. Uh, you know, I can tell that I made the same many times, Tom, that I believe that, uh, you know, if, if well, let me say it this way. I, I, I can tell when a person in the church don't understand the future by the way they live in the present. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, some Christians live a real broad, wide life. I mean, they, they walk the broad path versus the narrow path. And the reason why they do that, because they don't understand the end of the story. If you realize how close it is uh, and, and, and how close that, you know, we don't have much time as you think, it will cause you to look, look circumspect in your life and you walk on the narrow road versus, uh, versus the wide and broad path. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to ask you, we're going to launch into the millennial kingdom. You ready? Okay. All right. Okay. Here's the first question regarding this. In Daniel, and by the way, next Sunday I'm picking up here in Daniel. I'm going to finish mm -hmm. Daniel, so I'll be in this passage. But yes. I want to hear from the expert first before I teach on it. Hey, Daniel chapter 12. Daniel has this very interesting statement at the end. Mm -hmm. You see, he writes this, Daniel chapter 12, verse 11. And from, from the angel giving, he has got these visions, from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away mm -hmm. and the abomination of desolation is set up, there shall be 1,290 days. Blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. So this is talking about from the time of the abomination of desolation, Daniel mm -hmm. chapter 9, verse 27, Antichrist removes that. Right. And all of a sudden he says, from that day, so he's talking about the second half of the tribulation, 1,290 days. Well, wait a minute. Doesn't it say elsewhere 1,260 days, which would be yes. exactly three and a half years or 42 months? Yes. And, yes. Then he, and then he throws this one in there. So you have 30 extra days. And then he throws in verse 12, blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. So what are these extra days that extend after the, the end of what appears to be the end of the tribulation when Jesus comes back. Yes. Well, you know, there, there's been a lot of uh, discussion and debate about that. Now we do know that the tribulation will be a seven year period based on Daniel, uh, Daniel's ninth prophecy. We do know that the, if you have a three and a half and a three and a half years, we do know the scripture says uh, at the midpoint of tribulation, chapter 13 revelation, that the antichrist will continue 42 months. That means uh, 1260 days. We do know that, but Daniel's prophecy is going a little bit further. Some believe that it may go on into uh, uh, the, you know, the purifying of the nation, I mean, of the, uh, of the land uh, after the Antichrist has been judged. You know, uh, he said here, blessed uh, is he that wait until, uh, wait 
waiteth and cometh to the uh, thousand three hundred. So th- there's some debate about about what all that that actually means. We do know, though, uh, that the tribulation will be a seven year period. That that's no debate about that. Uh, this extra time going forward, some have looked at it as being uh, when the land is purified. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, again, it's some of those questions, Tom, that that a lot of scholars actually debate about. You know, and uh, I'm still one of those ones as as well that are looking deep into these uh, these particular verses here and get more clarity uh, every day. Okay, so I look at it and and I've got to wonder what it is. I'll present it. I'll present it next Sunday night when Mm -hmm. I do this chapter because I'm going to have to. But it appears to me the only thing I can think of is there's a sheep and goat judgment that takes place. That's true. That's true. Um, Matthew 25 talks about that. Do you think that could be possibly taking place during that time? Could know very well. One of, the, one of the arguments, right? Well, I think I think it has to be part of that time because there will be that time frame. Matthew twenty five said that the golden nation, the golden sheep nation, will literally be brought before him. Uh, Christ is going to purge the land of the goat nations. Uh, when he go into that millennial kingdom, you know he's going to start it off with the redeem or the sheep nations. So I, I believe that that definitely plays a part in that extended time. But again, going back to the seven years, the, the Antichrist is going to rule and reign for seven years. And that's it. Scripture is clear on that. Christ's going to judge him and then he's going to purify the land. OK, so there's some other strange things. So yeah. there's that at this point is when the millennial kingdom begins. Jesus yes. comes back at the end of the seven years, at the end of the second half of the tribulation period, he comes back. Yes, uh, he's riding on his horse. Mm-hmm. Don's got his horse named That's Nelly. Right. <laughs> Nelly, riding out of heaven with Nelly. That's right. I asked James <laughs> Cadiz about his horse a couple weeks ago. I said, James, that's going to have to be one very large horse. <laughs> so he, he agreed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so we're coming on our horses. Yes. Jesus is going to cast the Antichrist and false prophet into the lake of fire forever and yes. ever and ever. Yes. He's going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. Jesus is not going to cast Satan into the lake of fire yet. He's going to right. chain him up, which will, if we have enough time, we're going to get to that time. If not, I'll bring yes. you back real soon. Okay. Um, All right. But Jesus will rule and reign from Jerusalem. There's already going to be a temple that's built there. Yes. That is the Antichrist is going to desecrate. Defile. Yes. Defile. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about the temple. We have that temple. Is the temple, because there's going to be a temple in the millennial kingdom also, isn't there? Yes. Yes, there will be. Is that and the that, same temple or is this temple that's going to be built, is that one going to be destroyed and we're, and there's going to be a new temple built? I personally believe it's going to be a different temple. You know, it's going to be the temple, you know, of the Lord there. So I believe it would be a different one because that temple that the Jews are building or will build during the tribulation are will be defiled uh, by, you know, by the Antichrist, you know, now, again, there's a lot of debate in, in among scholars because, and I'll be frank with you, Tom. I mean, uh, there are a lot of things about the millennium that we don't really understand. Uh, We don't really know Uh, animal sacrifice. Why would animal sacrifices uh, continue during the millennium? Uh, Most scholars look at that, that that could be a memorial, just like we have, uh, we have communion today. So it's a a, a memorial uh, during the time of the millennium. But there are questions that we really don't understand in, in some aspects of the millennium. But we do know that, that the temple will be here. I believe it would be a different temple from the ones the Jews will build during the tribulation. Uh, because we know that Christ is going to rule from Jerusalem. He's gonna, the Bible said he will sit on the throne of his father, David, uh, Isaiah 9, uh, 6 and 7. 
So we know there's going to be a new temple that Christ will actually uh, be seated in and he will rule the world from there. So with this temple, there's going to be, let's go back to the other temple, because I also believe there's, it's going to be a different temple. I, sure. I mean, I liken it to if you buy a house and something just totally disgusting happened at the house that you bought. Yes. Something would have to change for you to have to move into it. This is going to be a place that Antichrist is going to be sitting in, proclaiming to be God and totally desecrate. Yes. yes. Is Jesus just going to move in and paint it? I don't think so. No. So, no. That, so that, that's one of the reasons why, Tom, I think, you know, with that purging we talked about with the extended time that Daniel give, I believe all of that's going to be a part of that. Uh, as he comes in and bring in his kingdom, you know, I believe all yeah. of that's going to that's going to be taken care of during that time. You know, and, and even and even the millennium is really not the fulfillment of, of the perfection going into the eternal world. I mean, this is just a precursor to the eternal temple that's going to come out of heaven, the okay. new Jerusalem. If we mm -hmm. have enough time, which I don't know, if, I don't think we're going to. I'm looking at the clock. I want to get to that also, the new heaven, okay. the new earth, the new Jerusalem, because okay. it's also fascinating to me. And yes. I consider you the expert on on from where we're going to go right after this next question is on the temple uh, okay. itself. I know the Randall Price, you know, Randall Price and some others that are uh, they've they've they got their they've dug up all the things for us, all the archaeology and they put everything mm -hmm. together. But. You mentioned the temple, you mentioned the Sanhedrin, you mentioned all these different artifacts that are coming. Yes, um, yes. There is a temple that's going to be built in Jerusalem. Uh, we know it's going to be built by the midpoint of the tribulation. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And it could be before, Tom, because, you know, uh, uh, they, they, they can put that temple together really quick. I mean, they, that, that's some of the words on the street that they can really bring that temple together uh, really fast. So it could be before... I believe it will be before the uh, midpoint of the tribulation. I believe that they will already be, uh, you know, in their mm -hmm. temple services with sacrificing. And then the Antichrist will come in there at the midpoint and desecrate that altar. So uh, I believe it would be, it would be there before, yeah. you know, do you think mm -hmm. it's possible that the temple could be built before the rapture even takes place? Could, could very well, could very well happen. Now, uh, whether that's not, whether, uh, if, is that a, a sign or is that an event that has to take place before the rapture? Uh, the answer is no, because there are no signs that point to the rapture. All those indicators point to the second coming. But it's just like, Tom, we're seeing we're seeing events yeah. now that's going to be uh, fully implemented during the time of tribulation, like the, the Antichrist being able to track a person. See, we're seeing those things now, but we're not in the tribulation. You follow me? Mm -hmm. So we're seeing preparation now for that time. You know, so, right. uh, you know, yeah. So I believe that the temple, it could actually be built. It could. They could actually start animal sacrificing. I mean, they're they doing it. You can go online and see them train young Jewish boys in, in, in animal sacrificing. I mean, they're killing lambs. You can see it. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have all these things that's happening right now as preparations. You know, now to them, they are restoring temple worship. To them, they are bringing salvation back to Israel. And we know that. You know, it's it's yeah. not what the you know it's short lived because Antichrist is going to desecrate it. Well, well, uh, but yeah, so I look I'm at sorry. the temple. I, I look at the temple and think they haven't had a temple in almost two thousand years. Yes, so there's yes. desperate there's desperation. Hey, we've got to bring uh, a temple back here, but it's going to have some unfortunate things that will it will lead to at the same time. Yes. So we understand that. And I think the reason we get excited when we hear about this talk is because we know these go back to what you said earlier. All these signs point to, listen, we're going home and we know yes. that. Yes. But, but we could 
in effect, if the rapture, let's say the rapture doesn't take place for five more years, mm-hmm. um, we could see a temple be built. We could see a cashless society. No we doubt could about see, it. We could see ten kings that rise up uh, and and have this and the, this new world order set in place. But we can see the implements, the, the implementing of these things, Tom. You know, we can see. But but I do believe that that there are some major restraints, though, as far as uh, the church being here, uh, whether they're going to implement and, and take full control. I, I don't see that. Uh, that won't happen as long as the church is here. Uh, but I but I do believe we can see and we are seeing already the the the, the preparation. Jesus said, as you begin to see these things, seeing the beginnings of these things the scripture predict that will that will fully manifest during the time of tribulation. You know, uh, we're seeing what's happening in Europe. I mean, things are happening now. Uh, that's just so amazing, you know. And, um, you know, so uh, where we are now, it's just it's exciting. I'll be honest with you. It's exciting to see this. Well, it's definitely exciting. I'm thinking of some things that that uh, I, I believe we won't see. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they won't be revealed, or the world won't experience till after the rapture. I don't yes. believe that we will know who the Antichrist is. I mean, people will not. People guess all the time. Sure, but I don't think we'll. He'll be known until after the no. rapture. No, that's um, right. I believe that we won't know that. Um, uh, now, the question also is asked, Tom: Is he, is he alive today? He could very well be alive yeah. today, uh, because of all the things that we're seeing right now. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, uh, he could be alive today, but uh, he won't manifest, uh, won't be allowed to manifest as long as the church is here. I believe that. I think that's a great way of putting it. He won't be allowed to be manifest yet, because if the rapture takes place in 10 years, I'm thinking Antichrist has to be alive today because, you know, three and a half years into the tribulation. Of course, the rapture doesn't start the tribulation, but the covenant of Daniel 9 does. Three and yeah. a half years into it, he is going to be fully revealed when he sits in the temple, let yeah. alone things that are developing up to that point. Well, you know, for me, Tom, I'm always very cautious to put a time on the events, five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years. Uh, I'm real cautious there because of the history of things we've seen in the past. Uh, one thing is for certain, we're seeing more things come together today than any other generation. You, you follow me? Uh, what I mean by that, I mean the converging of things. We've seen we're seeing more things today uh, than than 20 years ago. I mean, even even some of the prophecy guys from 20 years ago, we're seeing more today than they have ever seen. And again, these are those things that let me know that it's closer than we think. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. but I'm real careful. I'm real careful in regards to that. I mean, uh, I was talking with a, a gentleman the other day. You know, uh, people are always looking at signs and they're always trying to, you know. Uh, predict when they think it's going to happen. Uh, I made a statement. I said, if, if, if you think that, you know, when the rap's going to take place, don't tell nobody, uh, keep it to yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, because you have people out there because they've, they've <laughs> so calculated where we are and, and they say, I think it's going to happen here. And this, I said, no, no, be careful. Don't do that. You know what I mean? And we got to be very, very careful uh, in yeah. that. You know what I mean? So, but I believe it's close to, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm looking up every day, man, every day. I got, I got kind of an odd question, maybe okay. odd, but not so much now as we look at technology. Okay. Yes. In Revelation 13, both Antichrist and false prophet are called the beast. In fact, the Bible actually calls Antichrist the beast throughout the, the Yes. Throughout uh, the book of Revelation, we use the term Antichrist to describe him because he's like the final Antichrist. Yes. But 
both of both of those individuals are called the first the beast. beast and then the second beast. They're yeah, one's out implies, of the sea and one's out of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it implies some type of creature that isn't normal. You know, what I mean, well, and, well I, I I know where you're going on that time, yeah. but I I think in a sense that both of those men will be fully demonically uh, con- controlled. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, at the midpoint of Revelation 13, uh, the scripture says that Satan will empower him. In other words, he's going to empower the Antichrist. So I believe that this gives reference to them being fully demon possessed. Uh, scripture says that the Antichrist will understand dark sentences. In other words, uh, I believe he'll be uh, of deep occultism. You, you follow me? Mm-hmm. Fully demon powered and demon control or devil controlled. I say it that way. Uh, it reminds me of Judas. When Judas supped with Jesus, at the table, the Bible says Satan entered him immediately. And then Jesus told him, go do what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Antichrist is called a son of perdition, just like Judas was. So I believe that that, that beast gives reference to them being fully demon, demon powered and demon control or Satan control. Yeah. I'm going to throw another question out to you. I threw it out to Dennis Swick when yes. I did the technology thing with him. Do you think when I look at technology and you look at AI and we're hearing about people being augmented by technology and, and yes. being, being able to have things downloaded into their brain to make you super smart. Do you mm-hmm. think that that, I, I guess it's only speculation, but that could sure. be part of this? Well, this, this um, super brain. The only, the only problem I have with it, Tom, is that it cannot touch the soul or it cannot touch the spirit of man. You follow me? And yeah. see, some of some of the speculations have talked about them actually changing. I know the DNA and different things like that and, and changing the way people think and all that. But you got to understand, man still has a spirit that that is God given and technology cannot touch that. You yeah. follow me? Yeah. And and I think that's where we got to be careful when we when people are making those kind of speculations. Uh, now, it could could very well be, I mean, that, you know, things will uh, deal with people's minds. So we know that we know that's happening now. But but the soul of man is guarded by God, you know, because man's will is 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 involved. If you follow me. Right. And uh, so I, I just think, you know, that that uh, even with AI technology, it cannot touch the soul or the heart of man, uh, because that is something that's reserved only for Father God. Amen. There's there's one challenge that's going to come out into the future at yes. the time of the mark of the beast. Yes. Uh, I think it's Revelation chapter 14, where mm-hmm. the angel warns the world, do not yes. receive the mark of the beast. Yes. Uh, and, it, and from that point, there is no opportunity for salvation once you reach that point. But we're, we are not there yet. No, and no. It only happens one time in the history of the world. So even conversations we hear about today, well, that's the mark of the beast or that's the mark of the beast. We're no. not there yet. No, no angel has flown throughout the world no. saying that this or that don't receive yes. it. It's it's the mark of the beast. It's not. And you have this. You have this thing that you do. You collect. You. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell anybody, but yeah. but I know people send you pictures because they get so yes. afraid over you know, six they, six they, six. Their receipt says six six six, and they freak out. Yes. Oh, let me buy a piece of gum. But yes. the, the numbers in themselves are harmless. They're just. Yes. I mean, but and, people and get weird that, about it. Tom, you, you, you're so, so true and correct on that. I mean, I get people sending me receipts from all over the country, 666. I get uh, license plates they send to me. 
And, you know, the number itself, Tom, I mean, we do know uh, based on scripture, six is always the number of man based on biblical numerics. Uh, man was created on the sixth day. Six is always tied to rebellion, is always tied to sin. So we got six, six, six. We understand that. But uh, for us as Christians, those numbers have no no bearing on us. Uh, we you know, it's like it's, it's like it's, uh, it's Christian superstition. You know what I mean? Uh, Christians are afraid to go to the grocery store. And, and if their change come back six dollars and six, six cents they buy something else to get off the number, to get off the cursed number, yeah. you know, and, and I've said many times that as a believer, we need to use that as a testimony to the world. Uh, there've been times where I've actually explained the six, six, six to people and give them some, give them understanding about how that's going to play out uh, in prophecy. You know what I mean? But for a Christian that has no bearing on us. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we'll be raptured before the antichrist even implements that. And, and uh, a lot of Christians have been so paranoid, even in these times we're not there. We won't be here when the Antichrist institute the mark of the beast. Yeah. Uh, that, that won't happen until the midpoint of the tribulation. Uh, for the first three and a half years, he won't even implement it. A- Amen. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. we've already gone. We, we've gone a while. So we're, we're going to have to wrap up here pretty soon. I'm going to have okay. to have you back. But okay. I want to get to this. And I forgot to ask you about this. People want to get in touch with you according yes. to prophecy. Yes, right. uh, they, they can go to uh, according the number two prophecy dot org or they can look up evangelist Donald Perkins or we even now, Tom, have a new according to prophecy ministry app. You can go to Apple, oh, cool. uh, Apple Store, uh, Google Play Store, uh, Roku. You can download it on your Apple TV or Roku. Uh, Amazon. Uh, we have a coordinate privacy app. It's, uh, we're actually working it, developing it out now, but it's going to be a it's a it's a nice uh, addition to our ministry to keep people in touch with us. Yeah, th- that is, I think apps are, are fantastic. I have one. Yes. I need to re I need to reboot it. Um, yes. Okay. I want to ask you a few more questions though. Okay. And uh, because I want to find out about the geography and how I get to Jerusalem and, uh, and a couple of other questions uh, yes. in, in there during, during the millennial kingdom. But you have material, you have a lot of material on the millennial kingdom. Don, I consider you an expert on things and th- things involved there. Um, so again, according to prophecy, people can get information on that. I mentioned, we talked earlier about America and Babylon. You have information on, you have messages available on those things too. Uh, these are big questions. People have a lot of questions for, so they can get your DVDs. They can get any material you'll have, uh, from according to prophecies on those and the things that we're going to bring up now, you'll be able to go into detail with. Yes. Also, you're uh, really good at answering questions I can't answer. So when I get questions I can't answer, sometimes I give them to you, as you know. But Tom, Tom, I'm a student. <laughs> I'm a student like you. Uh, and believe me, I have no problem telling you I don't know because I'm still a student as well. <laughs> OK, you ready? Yes. So it's the millennial kingdom. Jesus is ruling and reigning from Jerusalem. It lasts for one thousand years. Yes. It's still future. Um mm-hmm. And what's the geography going to be like? The geography of, let's say, Israel in the Mideast. And how about the geography of the world? Well, I, I do believe that during the Millennial Kingdom, Israel will experience the full land grant that God promised them uh, back in the Old Testament. Genesis, I mean, uh, uh, they will experience the full land grant that God uh, promised them. They never received the fullness of that. I believe they will have it. But the government of Christ will reside in Jerusalem but it was spread out worldwide. And this is where we, the glorified, would come into play. Uh, Jesus said that we're going to rule. The script said we're going to rule and reign with Christ. 
Uh, that means that Christ will dispatch uh, the glorified saints who come back with him on those white horses. Uh, I've said many times when we come back, we're coming back as his administration. In other words, we're coming back uh, to, to be a part of his theocratic government. And he was he was spread the saints throughout the world to govern the world. So his kingdom would be a worldwide rule, uh, but he would be based in Jerusalem. Uh, you, 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 you asked, you alluded to a question about how will we get to Jerusalem? I believe we'll get to Jerusalem the way we do today. Uh, I believe I, I still believe, I believe airplanes will be there. I believe cars will still be there, but, but the glorified, now there's some things about glorified saints. Uh, the Bible said that we'll have the same, basically we have the same ability that Christ had, uh, after he was glorified. Now, some scholars, you know, they talk about, you know, we'll be able to go here and there just like Christ did. I mean, uh, I do believe that. I believe the glorified will have an ability that the natural believers won't. Uh, does that mean that our travel will be uh, faster? I do believe that, you know, but, but you know, it's just speculation. I mean, it's, it's um, conject conjecture, if you want to call it, but I believe the same ability Christ had in the glorified body will have as well. Because the Bible says, we will be like him at his appearing. Uh, we'll have the same glorified body that Christ have. And because of that, he would dispatch us all over the world to govern. Mm -hmm. So was, I keep getting text messages. I get, I, Gabe, can you take my phone? These people won't stop texting me. Next thing I'm going to get phone calls, they're going to ring on my laptop and be on Zoom and everybody's going to hear some phone conversation. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, so um, with this and looking at Jerusalem, I remember having a conversation with you one time and you were saying, yeah, I believe there's going to be boats in the millennial kingdom. And yeah. so yes. will, we, will we be able to take cruises? I don't think we got into the detail. Well, there'd be well, like if I want to go on a cruise. Yeah. I mean, Tom, listen, I mean, we don't have scripture on this, but I, but I can tell you, see, I think what has happened in the body, in the body of Christ, we have made eternity where well, we, we, we made the millennium. We, we made it so spiritual that we don't see the practicality of it. You follow me? Uh, you know, uh, we're going to have houses and homes in the millennium. Your house will have a doorknob on it. Somebody got to open the door to get into your home. We'll have tables. We'll have utensils to eat with. You know what I mean? That's always will be a part of our life. And I think we've made it so spiritual that we don't see uh, how, how tangible and physical uh, the millennium will be going on into the eternal state. Uh, you know, and I always go back to this. This is one good point. I think that if people get this revelation it help them to understand our future. If Adam and Eve had never sinned, where would they be today? And how would planet Earth be with them here? In other words, Tom, I believe that it, the world will look exactly the way it looks today. I believe we'll have food. I believe we'll have utensils. I believe, you know, we'll have houses. We'll have, you know, you know what I mean? The, the only problem with, with Adam's world is that sin entered and it messed up everything. It cursed a beautiful rose. It became thorn infested, you know, but, but planet earth is the same earth uh, that Adam and Eve had in the beginning. It just, it just got contaminated with sin. What Jesus has done, he's rectified the problem uh, by, by, by going to the cross. Uh, he took the curse for humanity and he took the curse for creation. The crown of thorns was in his brow. When we step into the eternal world after God has renovated it, uh, Revelation 22, three said that there'll be no more curse. In other words, the curse that Adam allowed to come into planet earth will no longer be a part of that world. So we will have the world just the way Adam and Eve had it in the beginning without sin. The rose bush will have a beautiful rose roses with no thorns. Uh, we'll have houses. We'll have, we'll be able to walk on the streets. And I mean, you know, 
we made it so spiritual that we don't see it as being practical. And it, it would be a practical return. And, I, and I'll tell you this song. Once I saw that revelation from the scripture, it, it gave me so much, it put so much value on eternity. You know what I mean? People give it up on the future because they don't understand uh, what things going to look like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you really understood the future that God has in store for us, man, you, you, you would not let it go so easy. You follow me? Yeah. Uh, our future is going to be so beautiful, so tangible, so touchable. Tom, I would be able to come to your home in the new world. Uh, I'll be able to go to King David's palace and, and talk with King David. You know, I'll, I'll be able to see the patriarchs of old. You, you know what I mean? This is our future. And again, I think we need to we need to really grasp uh, the the physical part of eternity. And I think it will give us more value. Uh, you know, uh, but again, I mean, I believe we have the same world we have today except without sin, without sorrow. Cause see, you know, even technology, Tom, technology is not evil. I mean, technology, God allowed man to have wisdom to create those things. That, that wisdom comes from God. You know, uh, uh, the, the technology we have today is aiding with the gospel going around the world. You know, that was God's idea. God put that wisdom in man, in, in man's mind to, to create those things. That, that was a godly wisdom. Now we do know the devil twisted and people take it and use it for evil, but, but there's good knowledge, you know, that God has given man to help further the gospel. You know, I mean, we are on technology. I'm, I'm in another city, you in another city, uh, and people around the world will watch this program. You know, uh, we're using technology, the wisdom that God has allowed man to receive to further the gospel. Amen. Well, Don, uh, we went like an hour, but I got, I got wow. this. Still, I have a lot more, that a lot of things we never got to. And sure. you, you got me really excited about, I want to hear more about the millennial kingdom. And I think our viewers do too, because they're, th- listen, this is where we're going to be living. And if we're raptured, let's say within the next six months, we're 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 not that far off of living in that millennial kingdom that you're describing. We will yes. soon be there. It's yes, like planning. Yes. I, I look at this. You know, you're describing things. I want to hear more. I want yeah. you to tell me more about what this millennial <laughs> kingdom is going to be like. What it's going to well, be with a family. Why? I want to know why we go to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. When we're required to go there. Yeah. Um, I heard you say one time that there's going to be Bibles in the millennial kingdom because they're going to be necessary. I want to hear about well, yeah, the, the gospel. The gospel is going to continue. I the gospel will continue. Why yeah, Satan I mean, is let out at the end of it. I want sure, to find sure. out about the new heaven and the new earth and why there's a new heaven and new earth and the new Jerusalem that's going to come yes. down from heaven. And yes. I, I want to hear about there's a lot of things I have in my head. I want to ask you about, <laughs> and I'm excited because I think our viewers need to know because it gives so much hope. Amen. Thinking, wow, this this is where we're going. Why yeah. would you? You know, we plan for vacations. Yes. And and this is and this is where we're going. It's going to be off the charts good. And I think you're right. We over spiritualize everything. Yes. And we forget whatever God has. It's going to be w- way better for us than than we could ever imagine. Amen. And, uh, so, Amen. So I want to go there with you. And I think our viewers do, too. So I'm going to start telling people next week I need to finish the book of Daniel. I told everybody I would. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd like to have you back soon. So Be maybe honored. the Sunday after that, we could pick this up and, and people will That'd tell their friends. You want to shoot That'd for be that? wonderful. 
Okay. Sure, that'd be great. That's that'd what we'll be do. Great. So it'll be like May May 9th. We'll target May May 9th or uh, uh, no May 9th is me. It'll be May whatever the May 16th. We'll target sure. May 16th. I'll have you back. We'll do this, but I want to do all these subjects, and it'll be exciting. I think we need hope, and hopefully our viewers Amen. will tell people you got to tune in May 16th Amen. for that program. All right. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Don, very much. Uh, sorry, I forgot to bring up according to prophecy a little bit no more problem. often in there for no all problem. of our viewers. I'll no make problem. sure that we do that next time because um, I know, and for anybody, listen, all of you watching, listen, support Don's ministry by going to according to prophecies, you, prophecy, you are going to be absolutely blessed. We'll put the ticker at the bottom of the screen so you can see it. We always do that. And I believe uh, Kevin would have already had it up there. Gabe would have it up there during this program anyways. Um, but really, it is just wonderful. Again, the high, uh, the um, Hope for Our Times conference in Huntington Beach coming Amen. up at the end of June. We have, yes. I think, nine or ten different people that are speaking. It's yes. going to be absolutely fantastic. It's going to be two days, Friday and Saturday. You're going to be super blessed to be there. Uh, we hope to meet all of you there. And until next Sunday night, God bless. Don, two weeks from tonight, see yes. you. Yes. Looking forward to it, Tom. All bless right. you. God bless you. Thank you, Don. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.